Welcome to another episode of Gen Z Thoughts. This is episode 14. 14! Jeez. Of season 1. And today's topic is going to be about my life bucket list. So, if you don't want to hear about my dreams and aspirations, literally, like, you can skip this one. Because this one is very personal. And it's... Mm, I mean, I guess it is kind of Gen Z, because I am Gen Z, so everything is Gen Z, but it's not about a specific topic today. It's mostly just about things that I want to achieve in my life. But I'm hoping you guys will find this a little entertaining and, you know, can relate to some of these things, or maybe want to add it to your own personal bucket list. But before we get to that topic, life update, I am in such a good mood today! I have, first of all, a little date with my best friend today, which is so nice. We're just going to go for a walk and, you know, grab some coffee and have a little shebang. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. And then I have piano lessons, which is fine, whatever. And then I have a soccer practice today at uh, at night at like 7. So it's kind of a busy day for me. I like being busy. You know, it keeps me occupied and it makes me... Um, use my time more wisely. You know when you're like really busy, busy and you're like, okay, so I only have 40 minutes left from this to the next event that I have to go to. So I can squeeze in one episode of Grey's Anatomy or something like that. But then when you have lots of free time, you seem to procrastinate even more and you're not as motivated and you're just feeling shittier, right? I hope you guys can get that too. Where it's It's definitely nice to have those lazy days, but the busy ones are good too. And it's summer. You should be busy. Or at least try to be. Every once in a while. But anyway, the reason why I'm in such a good mood besides those things is because I just finished my culminating for religion online summer school. Like, I am done. And I finished it early because I grinded. I grinded on Monday. It was such a pain. It was physical. It was physical and mental pain that I had to go through I'm literally over exaggerating just so you know but like it was so tough because the questions okay first of all the whole project was like imagine that you're uh in a specific job so maybe a politician or a nurse or a teacher and it's like how can we pretend to be one of those be in one of those jobs when we don't even know what that job is like So it was already confusing in that aspect. And then you had to answer a bunch of questions that were like, okay, explain one philosophical theory you learned in this course, which was not bad. And then the other ones were like, what values of Jesus Christ can you use in your vocation? Vocation just means like job or like calling in life. And so it was just literally variations of the same question, but worded differently. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And you know, you want to write down something different for each question so you get good marks. But at this point, I don't I don't really mind. I did put in some effort. I hope my teacher sees it. I tried to put in the buzzwords like here and there from different like course, uh different like um what's it called? Like units. Like there's this one word, um oh shit, I don't remember what the word was, but it was you wanna put in those buzzwords so it's like oh oh, it was like eschaton. <laughs> which is like the end of times it was like what the catholic views as the end of time and so i just like put those words or like revelation 
or like catechism ooh those are just some good words to put in and then you'll get like some points for that so i just tried to do that as much as i could for my um culminating and so it was literally answering like 20 questions i shit you not and they're all so long it was like explain and infer and show examples and give um you know give examples from the course content and it was just it was just terrible man it was i'm so glad i did it over summer school though and i'm so glad i finished it and what's good about summer school is you have a lot of mm, flexibility to do whatever you want so for example you can hand it in whenever you want well not really not for the culminating but you can work on the work on it like anytime you can work on it in the morning or in the afternoon i like to work on it in the morning so i can get it over with um because that feeling of when you submit it like when you click that submit button on d2l oh my god so satisfying and i'm on a high right now from that submit button i'm on a s- submit high wait no <laughs> anyway i need i need to tone it down a little oh my goodness i'm having so much fun talking to myself it's not okay um but another reason why it's so flexible is uh, for the culminating they said that you can do it in any format you want so you can do it as a report or as an infographic like a like a poster like a digital poster or as like a podcast or as a uh, google slides or powerpoint or any other way that you want to show it it could be a video too so i was thinking of doing a podcast right but the maximum was five minutes and in religion class the more you write the better your mark which is like one of the only courses that is like that but i can't finish saying all my work in five minutes it took me there was like three parts to it it took me five minutes to just say one part and i'm like i physically cannot speak that fast and get in all the content for uh the culminating in five minutes so i just resorted to the next easiest thing which was you know powerpoint or google slides i just copy and pasted my brainstorming work and i tweaked it a little added some pictures made it look nice and there you go it was literally like it wasn't that long it was like mm, 20 slides long which includes some slides that are like title page so anyway enough about that i am just i'm just so happy that i'm done because that means I'm free. Like that obligation of having to log into your laptop every morning is gone. And it's I just have to wait for my mark. But I, I could care less because I have a good mark in that class. <laughs> Literally like a ninety-nine. Like I'm I'm fine. I will be fine. Which is so crisp. Oh my god. Anyway, that means I have the whole summer to do whatever I want during the day. And I really wanna be productive i want to work on myself i want to do my workouts i want to do i want to eat good i want to hang out with my friends and i do have to do some side work still i i haven't been able to finish my book for july which is so bad it's so bad because i literally made a new year's resolution to read one book a month 
And I actually have been doing it. But I skipped uh, one month, so I ended up having to read two books for a month. But I still try to, like, that still counts. At least that's what I tell myself. So I, you know, August is literally in three days, I think. It's approaching really soon. And I'm mm, less than halfway done my book that I'm reading, which is called A Thousand Splendid Sons. And it's a pretty good book so far. I also was reading Pride and Prejudice because, you know, it's like Pride and Prejudice, right? It's like a classic book. But I didn't realize that it was in Old English. And I was just really confused the whole time. And I didn't know which character was which. But... Yeah, it's just, like, tough for me to read. And I know I should just push through because it's a classic for a reason. But I'm not feeling it, right? I'm feeling A Thousand Sweat and Sons a little bit more because I understand what's going on. And it's really cool. It's from the perspective of uh, a woman in Afghanistan. And it's just going through her life right now. And it's really cool to see it from her perspective. And that's why I love books. Because books and movies and TV shows, too, you never know what a person's going through, right? But you can gain a perspective of what it's like to be in their shoes through seeing entertainment. So in books, obviously the narrator, if it's not third person and it's from first person, then you get to see what it was, what it's like to be that person. So, for example, Harry Potter, it's from Harry's perspective. And so you get to see what it's like. And you're kind of imagining, you're imagining that you're Harry Potter and you're like going through this process and with a thousand splendid sons you're putting yourselves in the shoes of an afghanistan woman who has to wear a burqa who has all these restrictions on her and just how her life is and i think it's a really important experience to feel especially when you don't know what it's like to live as another person because we don't we you only live your life as yourself you know what I mean and it's just a very humanizing and grounding experience I find to um, I guess practice empathy in that way and that makes you I think just a better around well-rounded person and kinder to people but anyway that's not the point of this podcast so today's my life bucket list if you don't have a bucket list because I know some people don't that's okay I mean, to each their own. Every person is different, but I've always had these big dreams and aspirations to complete these goals. I mean, they're not, like, big, but some of them are big. But they're called dreams for a reason, right? And I I just think it's nice to have those written down somewhere. Just so you can kind of see it on paper. Anyway, I have a full Google Doc, so let me go through it right now. Okay. So in my life bucket list, a lot of it is traveling, right? Because I love to travel. I don't know anyone who doesn't love to travel. And there's just so many different cultures, so many different countries to visit in this world. And I want to go see those places before I die. It's a very, very big passion of mine. But it's like, realistically, how can you do this? When can you do this? How will you pay for this? And just the logistics behind everything is very difficult. But you know, it's nice to dream about these things anyway. So number one, visit. Okay, sorry. These are not ordered from like most important to least. They're just like numbered. Like they are all mostly worth the same amount. So my first point is visit Switzerland. Now, Switzerland is not your typical vacation spot, but I've seen pictures. I've seen TikToks. I've seen videos about Switzerland and it just seems like such a cool, nice place to be. Um, 
I heard it's relatively safe. There's just, you know, there's nice people. And it is a tourism city, country, somewhat. And I've, I've been to, I'm fortunate to say that I've traveled quite a bit when I'm only 17 years old. And I've been to, I think it was Alberta to see the Rocky Mountains. And that was just mind-blowing. That was a very, 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 very interesting um, vacation that my my family and I went on because the mountains something about nature with mountains and just like clear air and trees just brings out the best of me like I just I love nature that's why I love my cottage because nature just grounds me and it just just boosts my mood so much and Switzerland seems like such a cool place it seems very scenic but also at the same time like relaxing right and the number two is Iceland. Iceland is just crazy. First of all, I would love to see the Aurora Borealis, like the Northern Lights. I think you can see that in Iceland or in Finland in the winter. I would love to go on a winter trip and just like wear snowshoes or like go skiing and just I because I don't mind the cold that much. And it's so cool because the Northern Lights just seem so cool and I want to see it. Because I've seen pictures from, like, um, National Geographic, and it's just a goal of mine. And anyway, back to Iceland. Iceland is, like, a country where God just, like, farted on it. <laughs> because it's, there's so many weird, random things there. And I would love to see the waterfalls. I have this whole, like, tourist route that I searched up. It's called the Golden Circle. And you get to see the Blue Lagoon. And you see, like, the the uh, capital city or just, like, big cities like Reykjavik. Reykjavik. I don't know how to pronounce any of these cities. And there's like waterfalls like the Gullfoss and Skogafoss. And just, uh, I know a person, I know a family friend who has been to Iceland and she legit said it was like life changing. It was just an amazing trip. And I would love to visit Iceland maybe, maybe in the summer, I guess, but also in the spring because of all the flowers and cool things there or even fall. I don't care. I don't care. And then number four, okay, this one's not as important, but it's go to Alaska. Because my mom, all of a sudden, one day was like, Jasmine, (laughs) what about a trip to Alaska? And I was like, Alaska? Like, the fuck? (laughs) It's just so random. But then I was like, realized that is kind, like, it kind of is in Canada, right? It's not that extremely far. But Alaska kind of gives me the same vibes as... British Columbia or Alberta or Switzerland with all the mountains and shit. That would be a cool trip to say that you went to Alaska. Because Alaska, everyone thinks of fucking like winter and snow and and minus uh, 40 degrees Celsius. But going to Alaska in the summer, that's cool. But I feel like it'd just be nature. But anyway, number five, this one's very important to me. It's visit my family in Korea because I am Korean and an immigrant first generation immigrant my parents and my sister are the only immediate like my immediate family is the only family i have in canada so by visiting korea i will be able to see my cousins and my aunts and uncles some of them i don't even know their names i don't even know their faces because it's been a while and i really want to see them because i love family and i'd like to visit my grandfather's graves you know and see my my family's hometown and kind of get a get a 
an a look inside my family's childhood cities and just to see how your parents act around their own siblings because that's a that's an interesting thing too because you don't really notice it but I've only ever seen my mom as a coworker, or like not not as a coworker, but like she's obviously I've seen her mostly as my mom because she is but like I've seen her interact with other coworkers, and um that's mostly it but seeing your mom interact with family is also a different side of your mom that you've never really seen before but you won't think of those things because maybe it's natural because you see your cousins all the time or something like that also korea is beautiful there's jeju island there's beautiful parks if you've ever seen pictures of korea like the rural korea you see that there's so many mountains it's so hilly in some places and it's just it's it's very very beautiful too there's Gangwondo, there's beaches, there's a bamboo forest, which I would love to go. Oh my goodness. And take some pictures, of course. And there's just like, obviously Seoul, which is like the capital city of Korea. Like very, very busy city life is pretty cool too. It's cheap there and there's no big language barrier for me. Because I, I speak Korean decently. And I would just, I just really want to go. Because I was supposed to go last year, but fucking COVID happened, so... And there's also cherry blossoms in Korea, um, which I would love to see before I die, um, because cherry blossoms are cool, and they're pretty, so that means I would probably want to go in the spring. And then while we're there, I would love to kind of have a little bit of an Asian tour, Asian trip as well, because you're there, right? You're in Korea, so you might as well visit Japan, Tokyo and like china maybe for like one or two days but i think that would just be just amazing and of course these are big dreams and i am fortunate to say that this is an attainable goal for my family and i because we are decently well off but mostly because our family's there you know like it'd be hard if you came to japan or korea with like nothing no nowhere to start but at least we have family there where we can stay with them for a couple of days you know what i mean so that would be amazing and i just i i literally go on pinterest and i see pictures of japan and korea and just oh my god the food there oh don't even get me started the food there is gonna be so good and seeing the Great Wall of China, like that is a, that's like one of the wonders of the, it was like seven wonders of the world, no? And I just love to see it because it's, I don't know, I just, I just really want to. It's cool. Okay, and number six is a girl's trip. So I would want to have maybe like an easy vacation. By that, I mean like a resort, maybe in Mexico, somewhere not too far, or even like the States, I guess or Bali, or Fiji, or Bahamas, like one of those mm, summery, warm countries, and going with my girls, with my, like, I literally have in mind, like, the girls that I would go with, and it'd be so much fun, it would be so goddamn fun, because you're on vacation, right, and that vacation just hit different, you know, like, the air in the, in Mexico, or wherever you go, is just different, everyone's just having a great time, 
all their responsibilities are left back at home at the airport where you left them. And people are, you know, having fun and, you know, drinking because we would be probably in our 20s. At least all adults because obviously you can't go on a trip before that. And it's just a big bucket list of mine because it seems like an unforgettable trip for sure. And you'd have some great bonding with your girls. It just, yeah. Now, number seven is visit Australia. Now, I want to visit Australia more than I want to visit, like, Switzerland. Because my dad, he took a... a, He, like, studied abroad in Australia. And he doesn't shut up about how amazing it was. That's why that's also on my list to uh, study abroad or take a gap year. To go to some of these countries, maybe... Or take a year studying there and learning and living and just working and meeting people from different countries and backgrounds. It's cool. But Australia just... uh, It just seems so nice there. Like Sydney, Melbourne, literally any city will do because it it just looks so cool. And the Australian accents just get me and it just seems like a good, safe, well, relatively safe place to be at and the weather is always nice and it's cool and it's australia oh my gosh and there's a bunch of hot people in australia too (laughs) like i know we were all thinking it now um i'm very 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 fortunate to say that i have visited italy italy but i have yet to see venice italy and there's italian dolomites i think in the sizer alm or something it's like a again very very countryside rural grass mountains trees place but venice italy seems pretty cool too i don't have a very strong urge to visit paris france to see the eiffel tower for some reason but going to venice italy seems really cool because it's like the city what's it what do they call like a like a city in water or something like that and that shit might disappear in a couple days because of a couple days (laughs) yeah like tomorrow i'll just disappear no but in a couple of years because of climate change right like i said in my last podcast of me literally uh having an existential crisis um countries like this might disappear they might go underwater and i'm would love to visit before i i die or it dies so number nine for me was study abroad like i mentioned before and it just seems like a very very life-altering amazing experience and it's like at an important point of your life. You're you're a young adult and you're still just learning yourself, learning the life, learning your place in it. And this can help. Now, number 10 is get that tattoo. Now, I have a couple of tattoo ideas in mind. And I've had them in mind since, I think, two years ago. And I really, really want to get these tattoos. Now, there are some obstacles that I have to overcome, some roadblocks. First of all, my parents and how accepting they will be about it. Second of all, my age. I'm literally underage, so I need my parents' permission if I were to get it now. Third of all, I have tattoo artists in mind, but they might be moving away soon. And I just, uh, I don't want to go into a random shop and ask for something that I've been thinking about for a very long time and for them to butcher it, right? Like, people need to get their research done when you want to get something permanently on your body. And I really want to get those tattoos because they're kind of in hidden spots and 
I just, like, I feel incomplete without these tattoos. It sounds so stupid. But I've just been thinking about them for a long time, and I, I want to get them soon. And they're not even, like, right in your face. You know? And I think if you've been thinking for them, about them for two years, you know that you will like it. Right? Because you didn't just think about it for a fleeting moment when you were young. But I'll, I'll still think about it <laughs> until I turn 18 next year. Oh my god. I turn into I turn 18 next year. Oh my god. <clears throat> okay, let's not let's not think about that. <clears throat> now, number 11 is get two ear piercings. I don't have any piercings on my body, and I would love to get two ear piercings and obviously just like start with one, of course, but I haven't got my ears pierced because my parents didn't let me when I was a kid. They didn't want me to get ears pierced, and now it's kind of too late right now because I'm playing rep soccer. So it would be difficult for me to play soccer with my ears pierced. And there just wouldn't be a lot of time for me to wear those in. Because, you know, you want to take out jewelry when you play soccer. So I was thinking maybe in university when I move out. When I move out, oh, I am doing so many things. <clears throat> now, number 12 is get LASIK eye surgery. Now, I I know there's a lot of bad things that could happen with LASIK eye surgery. And I know there are many, many risks. But... Okay, and I know my eyesight isn't even that bad. The thing is, my eyes are very sensitive. And I just can't see myself wearing contacts for the rest of my life in glasses. But I don't know. I don't know. Because I th- I heard from my eye doctor once that if you get your LASIK eye surgery, it's obviously a life-altering decision. You literally cannot go back. And it's affecting a huge thing in your life, which is your eyesight. And... It- I think the doctor said that if you get it, once you turn um, like older, like in your 60s and 70s, you won't be able to see close. You won't be able to see close very well because of the way that the surgery makes it better for you to see farther away, right? And as you grow older into a senior, there's definitely going to be times where you need to look closer, a lot more than you need to see farther. You know what I mean? Like when you're reading a book or when you're looking on your laptop or when you're on your phone, it's close proximity. And if you can't be, if you can't see that, that would just be very frustrating. So it's obviously a lot to consider, but just thinking about waking up and having 20-20 vision without having to put on glasses or anything on is just very, very appealing to me because of my my life goals and just just what I really want number 13 is learn kickboxing or boxing I really really want to turn I mean take those classes because boxing is so (laughs) kick-ass no pun intended it just seems really cool and it's a great way to work out it's a great way to work on your endurance and it's fucking cool as shit like boxing are you kidding me or even kickboxing so taking lessons would be great and I would definitely do that when I'm older. Now, number 14. This one is a far-fetched dream, but it's learn how to fly a helicopter or a plane. I've always seen pilots and thought they were the coolest people ever on this earth. My dream job growing up was a pilot, and then I realized you had to have 20-20 vision, and that just went out the door. So maybe I'll get lazy guy surgery, become a pilot, or learn how to fly a plane, and then live my life. (laughs) But learning how to fly a helicopter or something just seems really cool. And 
I just know, though, that flight lessons are just so expensive. And it's like, is it worth it? Is it really worth it? But just imagine. Imagine knowing how to fly a plane. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that person is cool as shit. Now, number 15 is learn how to scuba dive. I've been fortunate uh, to say that I have been able to go snorkeling when I was um, on vacation. And that was amazing. The... The fact that there's a whole world underwater that we are just very unaware of and that we've never really been able to see is amazing. It's cool. And scuba diving, you're able to go a little bit deeper. That's what she said. <laughs> anyway, and see all these cool fish and, and um, aquatic life. And I would just love to learn how to scuba dive. It is slightly concerning because you have a certain amount of air in your air tank, but I can overcome that. For the experience, I think it's worth it. Now, number 16 is learn how to water ski. I have a literal cottage and I don't know how to water ski, so I thought that was pretty cool and I'm hoping to fulfill that this summer. It seems pretty cool and fun. Um, For me, the biggest issue is just like um, risk of injury because I've gotten injured a couple of times <clears throat> but you know live life on the edge yolo number 17 is learn how to snowboard now last season i went snowboarding and skiing once for each and my friend was there when i learned how to snowboard for the first time she was teaching me and it was very very difficult my tailbone didn't recover for the next month but i had this one run run is that what you call it one time when I went down this, like, obviously bunny hill, but I got the hang of it, and it literally felt so good. It felt like I was flying, and it was really, really cool. Plus, snowboard looks cool, and I would love to learn how to do it. It seems to me that I really just want to look cool. All these things. (laughs) But I swear I actually want to learn these things. Now, number 18 is take a dance class. Now, my dance skills mm, are not the best. And taking a dance class, you know, just for fun, would be, I think, pretty cool. Because you can learn different styles of dance, and you can show it off at parties, and, you know, elevate your your dance skills. Because dancing is so much fun. And you, I think the reason why a lot of people, you know, are hesitant to take dance classes is because they are scared to look funny in front of people. But I'm sure everyone has been there. And I don't really give a crap about what other people think about me. Um, So taking a dance class would be pretty cool. Plus, you gotta start from somewhere, right? And then I'll be able to expand my dance vocabulary, if that makes sense. Because the only dance I know how to do is fucking, like, white girl dance. <laughs> like, jumping up and down. But learning how to do, like, salsa or, like, hip-hop, that shit's cool. Because I did I did ballet when I was a baby. Like, baby ballet. So, that doesn't really count. Now, number 19 is work as a barista or as a bartender. That has been a goal of mine as well. Because it just, see, it just, I just really want to work as a bartender. It seems so cool to learn how to make drinks. It seems fun. You know, you get them fat tips. And it's like, you get to talk to a lot of people. And I love talking about, uh, not talking about people. <laughs> I love talking to people. I want to love one-on-one conversations. And making drinks seems fun. It seems like a very valuable life asset to have. 
And a barista is pretty much the same thing too, just more mellow <laughs> and not late at night. Now, number 21, because number 19 and 20 is like barista and bartender, number 21 is get married and have a family. Now, I feel like some people these days, especially Gen Zs, don't want to conform to society's normal standards. But I would love to be just an average person that has a little bit of some cool kinks. And I still want to get married. I still want a family. I still want children. And it just seems like the next step of someone's life. It just seems really cool. And knowing that there's a person beside you until you die is just so comforting and so nice. To know that until you die, you are with that person through thick and thin, through... What do they say in the vows? Like, something in sickness? Health and sickness? And I'd love to get married uh, just once. Because that's, that's freaking cool. And having your own offspring, people? Like, kids that look like you? That's so weird. That's so weird to me. Obviously, a lot of my friends, and myself included, are like, Oh my god, I hate kids. They're so annoying. Whatever, whatever. And, I mean, that is true sometimes. But having your own kids, I think is just... It's, it's just part of life. It's just one of life's biggest gifts and lessons and teachings and rewards, right? Now, number 22 is get a job you like. So this means when I'm like a fully an adult, I want to work in a field where I actually have an interest in it. And it doesn't have to be some cool, like, I don't know, um, forensic psychologist or it doesn't have to be something like that. It doesn't have to be surgeon or anything. Just something that I have a relatively big interest in. You're not big, but like decent interest in because I find that you don't have to love your job. You can use your job to pay for different hobbies that you enjoy, right? But I don't want to go to work every single day and dread it. Literally sit behind a computer and work from 9 to 5 in a cubicle. Like that is one of my worst fears. I really want to work with people. I want to do a job that helps other people too. Because that's just what I want. I guess. Number 23 is ride in a hot air balloon. Pretty self-explanatory. Just one of those things on my list that I'd love to check off. Then number 24 is go to Disneyland or Disney World or whatever it's called. Um, I know there's a couple attractions. There's one in Tokyo. Oh my gosh. What if I went there? No, no, no. I can't. But I was thinking mostly the one in, I think, Florida, is it? Or in the States, there's a there's like two or something. But there's recently a new attraction that's uh, like a Marvel attraction. And I am such a big Marvel fan, you have no idea. Like, I don't really read the comics that much, but I've watched every single movie that's come out of Marvel. From Iron Man to Spider-Man, the recent one, or Black Widow, the recent one that came out. And just going to Disney World would be so cool to get to like, meet these people i'm like a, i'm like a child at heart for sure i think i would just enjoy myself so much when i'm at disney world because the compound they have like compounds that look like you know the hydra station i think or like the actual marvel compound and the headquarters like that would be so cool oh my god and there's a new i'm also a big fan of avatar like the one with the blue monkeys not the not the anime and there's an avatar world i think that opened up in one of the disney parks and I'd love to see that too, because I'm a big fan of Avatar, and I know the movie's coming out next year, and I'm so excited, and I love Pandora, it looks so cool, and I would love to visit. Oh my god, I only, I just know it's so expensive, 
but it's gonna be worth it. And now number twenty five is go to Six Flags in New York or New Jersey or wherever. Because I've been to Canada's Wonderland and I'm a sucker for roller coasters. Like I love roller coasters. I'm not I'm not an adrenaline junkie, I don't think. But I I do enjoy my amusement parks. And Six Flags just seems like they have some cool roller coasters. I've been on the big ones in Canada's Wonderland and I know it by now. So going to a new one seems really, really cool. And Six Flags seems like so much fun. I love amusement parks. My ideal date would be going to Canada's Wonderland. But the only thing is like the lines are so long and you wait for so long for like a two minute ride. Like, are you kidding me? So I would want to, if I went to Six Flags, I would want to buy the, what's whatchamacallit, the Fast Pass or whatever. Because, yes, it's so much more expensive. And it is American money. Oh, how am I going to afford this? But I think it's really worth it for the amount of time you save. And just the fact that you get to go on the rides more, which is why you're there in the first place, right? And number 26, this one is recent. It's, um go to the army (laughs) now hear me out i don't want to be a soldier for the rest of my life but maybe like an an engineer or like a dentist or like like some sort of job that you can also do in the canadian army and the thing is i really enjoy you know working out and like exercise and i think in the army you can can kind of combine the two and it seems like a really cool place to be employed for a couple of years like imagine working as a doctor or nurse in the army and meeting someone say oh like where have you been the past couple years and say oh i was in the army like that's really cool and i know you guys listening are probably like jasmine you don't want to go to the army just because it's cool but it, it it is and it's a big i mean that's a valid excuse is it not because it's something that I've always wanted, and I think I will enjoy the the exercise that comes with it and the whole atmosphere. It's just really cool, and I know I know uh, my um, my ex personal trainer, she went to the army, and I I think that's so sick, and she loves it there. It's just so cool, and you get a you get a taste of what it's like to be in the army. It's just I don't know. Just going for a couple of years would be really, really dope. But anyway, this podcast is so fucking long. I'm so sorry. Thank you if you guys um, still managed to listen um, by this point. Shout out to... Um, shout out to Yaren. Yaren for listening to my podcast. This girl is amazing. Also, if you want, you can listen to her podcast. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say her podcast. So if you want, just text me if you want to listen to her podcast. Because I'm not sure. But she is amazing. Thank you guys for listening. Um, If you want a shout out in the next one, literally just text me. I have, you know, a couple people in mind, even though they didn't text me. But I know that they listen. And I really appreciate you guys a lot. I really do. And I guess I'll talk to you guys in the next one.